Hello and welcome back to Dial H for HeroClix. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host, Calderness. This episode, we're going to talk about the Fantastic Four Eternal Games previews and answer a Malcolm Rush question block. It's episode 315. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. <laughs> Dial H for HeroClix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio, as always, is my good friend, co-host, Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Oh, you know. Civil unrest. Jeez, why is it's always something? Why is why does it always? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why? I'm gonna bring <laughs> okay. it down for a second. This guy. All right. Well, with that amazing downer, let's jump into what made you happy this week besides civil unrest. Civil unrest Samir. always makes me happy, Calder. I uh, am so much of it. An anarchist at heart. I love the Fallout games. Can't wait to wait to you know be one of the first. Uh, bodies that the lone wanderer stumbles upon and picks like clean for all of the valuable stuff that's why i keep a pocket full of bottle caps with me at all times mm. um what made me happy this week was uh getting everything i need from the justice league unlimited now i just need mm. to unload the the team up cards that i'm not going to use i.e all of them except the martian manhunter one um i really like Flash, if i obviously yeah the one that gives him the powers that he already has yeah uh no i if i pick like a pick up another booster and get like an amazo team up i'll probably keep that but i'm not gonna go out searching for him and i I don't know i think i got lucky getting that martian manhunter one because i've kind of been like reading through them a little bit and most of them are like pretty easy passes for me i'll probably team up some of those characters anyhow but i don't think the cards are going to really be super necessary for my level of gameplay right right which is below definitely below the average (laughs) yeah yeah uh no right on i like i like collecting everything you need from a set that's awesome that's always good it's like like all right no more we're done uh what made me happy this week uh i have so many family members have birthdays in june so we celebrated my little brother's birthday and my mom's birthday i i'm great at giving presents by the way guys quick humble brag my little brother's been into um old forms of music so like cassette players and stuff um and he recently i think for christmas he got a record like a marty robbins gun ballad record right um but he he never doesn't have a record player to play it so i bought him like a one of those suitcase record player things at Walmart, and he really, really dug that. Thought that was awesome. And then for my mom, uh, me and my sister built her horseshoe pits, so like horseshoe backboards, and like put a stake in the ground and whatever, like at a rebar. So now we have horseshoe pits on our house, and that's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Playing horseshoes is pretty great. Pretty great. So yeah, made awesome presents, celebrated some great birthdays. That's made me happy. So it's right a real. On. It's a real ringer of a present mm-hmm. there, called There it is. There it is. <laughs> That's horseshoe <laughs> wow. speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on uh, into the news section. 
Oh baby, Fantastic Four preview season has officially dropped. We get to start strong with a rare, a super rare, and a chase from Eternal Games. Simeon, do the, are these getting you excited for Fantastic Four? Yeah, they are. Um, I'll just leave it at that. They They're are. doing their yep. job. Yep, they are. <laughs> so, I mean, Franklin alone, like, man, I I think the only, like, adult-ish Franklin that we've had, um, to my knowledge, Days of Future was... Future Past one. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. that awful Days of Future Past yeah, one. Like, it was bad. He, he wasn't bad. He wasn't Franklin, though. Like, you know, that's yeah. not a bad figure, but I when I think Franklin, I think, like, unlimited power, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I don't want a Proteus that can't warp stuff, you know? I don't want a Franklin that can't, I don't know. Do anything do cool really yeah, cool yeah, yeah. besides, what, energy explosion or something? Yeah. yeah. I think it was, like, support in the bottom yeah. dial and yeah. prob or something. I don't know. But, yeah. So, super excited. I'm hoping that they dig deep into, like, some Fantastic Four stuff that we haven't seen. There's so many good storylines that they can pull from. There's so many, like, villains and just a ton of stuff that hasn't been in clicks in a while. Um, we'll probably, since we got that Super Scroll, I'm guessing we'll probably get, like, a Nihilus. Maybe some stuff from, like, the Cancerverse would be cool. I'd love some of that. Um, we still need a Nihilus really on the cool. toilet, man. Nihilus It'd be really cool to get a uh, Richard Ryder because uh, we haven't had that Nova in a while either. Yeah. So our last one's about to be uh, Golden Age, so let's get a Richard yeah. Ryder. All right. Was there well, one in AI? Yeah. Yeah. There's. Okay, uh, that's right. There was Alexander and uh, Ryder. Okay. In AI, yeah. So you want to take us away with with your pick out of these previews? None other yeah. than the lovely, the invisible, a Sue Storm. Wow. Wow. So, or is Sue she, Storm, or is she Sue? Sue Doom. Von Doom. Von Doom? Sue Doom. <laughs> is is Sue Doom? Is it is the Von Doom part of part of the Sue tale? Storm Doom. I don't. Storm Doom. I don't know. Is it hyphenated? Now? Hyphenated last know. name. Yeah. That is strange. All right. Uh, they're a progressive couple. She kept her last name. Uh, That's fair. So Sue comes in at number zero six two in the set. She is mm-hmm. the first chase that we've seen. Um, at least seen the dial of. She's got improved targeting through hindering, so none of those pesky black widows or espionage people are going to get away from her. She's got the battle world other keyword, Fantastic Four, Latveria, and Ruler. Uh, significant appearance, Secret Wars number one. So this is the the Sue Storm that was recreated in Doom's world um, to be his wife, I guess. Uh, so <laughs> she's got. Three traits, no special powers at all. She got has the Fantastic Four team ability and the Minions of Doom team ability. Coming in at 100 points with 6 range, 2 lightning bolts. Her first trait is form the new Fantastic Four. We actually saw this with the Game Trade Magazine one. Uh, same exact trait as that one, the common 002. So this one reads, at the beginning of the game... You may replace up to four friendly characters with the same number of characters from your sideline on their starting clicks. All replacement and replaced characters must have the Fantastic Four keyword and different names. The total points of the replacement characters can't exceed the total points of the replaced characters. And so this is like, uh, you know, Spider-Man was in the Fantastic Four. I mean, you've seen the starter set or the... Not the starters, uh, the forces? best yeah. forces for this. So there will be a lot of options of characters with 
uh, the Fantastic Four name, and I'm assuming that like this might be a thing where uh, you know like let's say you've got like two Outwitters main force, and then like your opponent plops down a bunch of Power Cosmic, and you're like ah none of this Outwit's going to be worth anything, so you swap them out for like a better attack version or like a prob version or something like that. Um, so we'll see. Uh, this set's going to have a lot of opportunities for that trait. The second trait is Mercy at the Left Hand of Doom. Barrier. Barrier is free, but only to generate two markers. Sue Storm may use her displayed attack and damage powers as if she occupied a square of her barrier markers. So that's pretty cool because that doubles her range for both TK and Outwit, um, which are her top value or her top powers. So you can place your your free barrier six squares out because that's her range, and then mm-hmm. you can use whatever that square is to draw a line of fire and uh, range and line of fire. I think it says, or well, no, it just says as if she occupied that square. So yeah, you can kind of shoot around corners and stuff with that power. But and only then her... with her displayed attack and damage powers, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So you can in cap later or TK. Um, sadly, you can't give her, like, pen blast in a different way and then do it like that. Right. That would be cool. But or like, outweight yeah. range is increased. Your support also, if you wanted to support someone. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. The prob, too. Like, that's it is pretty cool. I do like it. Yeah. It's a little rough because, like, if she gets late, like, lower down in her dial, it'll be, like, hard to control, like, what your opponent's, like, attacking her with mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So, um, luckily, you can place these barriers... Like so, let's say she get t- gets tied up, and you want to like shoot at the person because they've got uh, combat reflexes. You could place this barrier a few squares away from them, and then shoot at them as if you were from that square. So that's also kind of like a fun little thing. Uh, her last trait is Queen of Battleworld. We've seen the Baron of Battleworld trait back in the Secret Wars set. This is similar, but a little bit different. This is Leadership Perplex. When Sue Storm uses Perplex to target another character with a Battleworld keyword, you may instead modify a combat value except damage plus two or minus two. Whereas with the normal Baron and Baroness traits, it was if they shared a keyword, it was plus two, and if they had a different Battleworld keyword, it was minus two. Um, This one is just a solid plus two or minus two to any of those keywords. So that's pretty cool. Um, and it does have to be another character, so she can't do it to herself. But, like, Sheriff Strange, uh, she could, like, bump his stuff up or perplex it down by two and all that fun stuff. So, let's get into her dial. She has Indomitable, Flight. She has two clicks of 10 speed with Stealth, two clicks of 11 attack with, uh, with Telekinesis, uh, two clicks of 18 defense with super senses, and two clicks of outwit with three damage. Mm. She then goes to force blast, which is begone from my kingdom. That's pretty fun. Uh, quake for three clicks. So force blast and quake for three clicks. Uh, nine speed, 11 attacks, 18 defenses with energy shield, and then three clicks of prob with three damage. So... She's got a very steady and solid dial. Uh, almost no variation. There's zero variation in her defense 
almost no variation in her attack. It's 11 until the last two clicks, and same with the damage is 3 until the last two clicks. And then her last two clicks, she goes back to stealth, gets two clicks of incapacitate with 10 attack, goes back to super senses with that 18, and then two clicks of support with two damage. And so she's a solid little 100-point piece. Um, lots of versatility. Not like the greatest attacker for 100 points. Uh, so I could see on like a 400-point game with like the rest of the Fantastic Four, she'll pro- probably shine that uh, Baroness trait, or Queen of Battleworld trait, I guess. Um, that'll be really cool. She can't use it with her barrier her special barrier power right because those aren't leadership and perplex aren't printed but i I still think that it's a pretty solid piece anything with free barriers always going to be something to keep an eye on and the sculpt is not too bad she's got like a energy shield looking thing going on she's kind of like literally yeah so (laughs) yes her her bottom half is slightly more invisible than her top half that's kind of neat yeah I do wish they had, uh, so like barrier and invisibility are of course like her two big things. Um, earlier on, she was just like invisible and then they were like, ah, we need to like, we need Make to bump her up slightly those more useful powers. in like yeah. fighting. Yeah. So that's when force fields came in. And so barrier makes a lot of sense because that's, uh, nowadays in comics, that's a big thing she does, but I would have liked to see like a stealth that, uh, like negates improved targeting through hindering or something, something that would have uh, kept her in stealth. That would be cool, right? And I don't know if that's too powerful for 100 points, but it's not like she's, it's not like she's busting down doors or anything. Yeah, no, I think my problem with just making her invisibility power just stealth is that like she can be invisible and not have to stand in a bush type deal, you know? Like right. I understand what like how how it's way easier just to give the character stealth and then give her a trait where it's like blah 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 can't target xyz but um yeah it's always it's always we've seen so many uh characters that have like a version of stealth where if like they're not in a hindering terrain line of fire is blocked unless they have like two action tokens yeah something like that yeah and if anyone deserves a power like that is literally the invisible woman sue storm like no true (laughs) Uh, all right, I'm going to talk about my pick, Franklin Richards, 039, first rare we've seen from the set, I think. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is unique. He's got two traits. He has a special attack power. Uh, so six range, no special combat symbols, 65 points, fantastic fourteen ability, uh, 11 clicks of life, which is... Pretty cool uh, as we as we read as we read here. Uh, slightly less nuts, but still really nuts. Uh, once we get into it, his first trait is Return of the Fantastic Four. Friendly characters with the Fantastic Four keyword within four squares have the Power Cosmic Team ability. He is a friendly character with the Fantastic Four keyword. He's always within four squares. Thus, Franklin has the Power Cosmic Team ability. Unless keyword shenanigans get rid of the Fantastic Four keyword somehow, I don't know. But like this dude is almost an instant always play on a Fantastic Four team because he gives them all Power Cosmic when they're within four. Sure, but he gives them all Power Cosmic is so sick. Uh, and then he has maybe I'm finally ordinary. Franklin Richards can't be equipped and can only be healed by regeneration or the F4 team ability. The first time Franklin Richards would be KO'd by his own unavoidable damage 
uh, instead turn him to click 11. You're like, whoa, Calder, how are we killing Franklin with his unavoidable damage? Well, that is his special attack power that he has for the first 10 clicks of his 10, 10 clicks of his life. Let me reiterate that a little bit here, guys. Uh, free. Choose three standard powers. Franklin Richards can use the chosen powers until your next turn. Double slash. This is a secondary part of the trait. At the end of your turn, Franklin Richards activated this power or made an attack. Roll a d6. Deal him unavoidable damage equal to half the result. Uh, you know, roll two. You dealt one, etc., etc. You know, a four. That's two. A six. That's three. And then you round up. So... What do his stats look like for 65 points? If he ever makes an attack, he's going to potentially take unavoidable. He does get to choose three powers. They don't even have to be, you know, of a different standard power type. You know, they could all be, you know, he could choose stealth, running shot, sidestep if you wanted to. They could all be the same power, right? He could choose uh, impervious, invincible, super senses if he was so possessed, right? So that's really cool. So it, it allows very interesting combinations for sure. His stats are... And it all kind of goes by in, in three clicks here. Uh, nine speed for the first three, eight speed for the next three, seven speed for the last four, and then six on his 11th click. He has an 11-11, 10 for a bunch of his dial, then two nines and an eight to end his dial. Starts at an 18, goes to a 17 for five, six clicks of life, 16 for three clicks of life, and a 15 on his last click. Four damage the first three clicks, three damage the next five, two damage the next two, and then one damage on his last click. So his last click doesn't have the special attack power, it just has perplex, and it's it's I'm not useless, which I, I really appreciate there, which is pretty cool. So this is like a the depowered Franklin on the very end here. He's he's used up everything he's got, and there it is. So it's pretty cool. Franklin is kind of nuts. He's a little complicated to be in the rare slot. I kind of thought they were going to do the whole super rares are more complicated than rares type blah 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 deal but that was years ago they don't have to take their own and you know they don't not their own <laughs> advice they don't have to listen to themselves on so they don't have to you know actually keep themselves on the straight and narrow i think this guy should be a super rare because i think him being a rare and then instantly making fantastic four keyword way better in this set is awesome like right away with his powers what you said before the show he choose sidestep running shot pulse wave and then he has a, what is that, seven, 10 square reach, 11 for 4, 10 square reach, and then you'll take whatever oh, yeah. unavoidable damage. And then if you get down dial, and you don't want to do anything with your 9 attack 2 damage, well then you can just choose regeneration. And I understand you'll, you'll have a chance to also deal yourself damage back from healing that way, um, but you can still just heal up, you know. Yeah, um, so and there's... Let's There's also the uh, the Fantastic going. Four team ability. If he's on click 11, of course, on click 11, he can't pick a power, so he can't pick regen. But if he's on click 11 and uh, someone with the Fantastic Four team ability is KO'd, then he'll heal back up to that special attack power where right. he can pick regen next turn or same turn, I guess. Yeah, no, exactly. And then it's cool because... I like I said that maybe I'm finally ordinary trait is even if you kill yourself with your own unavoidable you do get you know like oh playing a little too close to the fire there maybe and you can go pop right back on to click 11 for the first time you do that so that's really awesome 11 clicks of life for 65 points just like as a period right don't make any attacks with them don't 
whatever, choose powers, right? You still have 11 clicks of life for 65 points right away, which is pretty awesome. Pretty great. Like, even if you take three damage right away, or, like, you know, even if you're playing it safe and you don't want to take any damage at all, like, you're still going to... It's In a sealed format, for sure, it's going to be hard to take this guy out in one turn. Even if he, you know, doesn't choose any powers, he's just an 18, you know, whatever. Still yeah. 11 clicks of life you have to chew through, which is just awesome. So Yeah, that's just nuts. I think if you play um, it smart with Franklin, you're going to get a running shot pulse wave off right away, 11 for 4. And then it's kind of like, come get me, come mess with me from there. I think he's another, awesome. Another a, a fun Golden Age thing to team up with him is the uh, Infinity Challenge Alicia Masters uh, bystander for 5 points. It has the Fantastic Four keyword. Or... I think the Fantastic Four, or not Fantastic uh, Four team keyword, ability. the team ability, yep. Uh, the Fantastic Four team ability isn't uncopyable either, so if you get some cheap, like, wild cards, and you're not afraid to, like, push one to death, just to, like, heal him back up, like, you could potentially, you know, for some for some throwing your opponent some points, you could uh, get him, like, keep him on top click pretty easily, uh, just from that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um... And there's not a lot of keyword shenanigans that can work with Fantastic Four right now. That we, like we haven't seen any, but there's like the new boss every week trait from uh, what was that EarthX? EarthX, yeah. So with the yeah, you could you could give a I think you can give Fancy Dan Power Cosmic now, <laughs> and I don't know why you wouldn't play that way. See, now um, I want to make a Montana <laughs> team here. Montana, yeah. Dan, Ox, they're yeah. all Power Cosmic. That's great. Yeah, Silver Sable, the new Fantastic Power Four. Cosmic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then all the hired flunkies uh, they spit out, they keep the keywords yeah, from uh, right. That's whoever right. like generate them. So, so yeah, it's I think it's potential that you can give hired flunkies power cosmic as well. Nice, um, nice. As long as they're you within four. So, so yeah, why uh, not? That's just no. Yeah, Franklin is I, awesome. Thank goodness he's silver ringed, but oh, yeah. he looks like crazy fun. Crazy fun to play. Yeah, and whether you want to use him at 65 points and just, like, have him, like, be a really crazy good attacker for a couple turns, or you just yeah. want to, like, leave him back and have him be, like, a support piece for 65 points, he's got a ton of potential. And for sure. with that uh, with that Sue Storm that we just talked about and, like, another TK piece, you can get him, like, what, 12 squares out of your starting area. And then mm, yeah, with that, like, range between picking, like, running shot, sidestep, pulse wave or pen blast or whatever you want to do he's just got so much opportunity to be like a a real crazy dude which is good it's what i want from franklin yeah no totally all right those are the previews if we want to discuss this other chick just like real quick like my my at least disgust and disappointment anyways So, uh, in the super rare slot, uh, number 050, we got Miss Marvel. A super um, rare slot. A super rare Yeah, so, oh. we've gotten a few Kamala Khans, like, lately. Um, this one really doesn't do a whole lot different than, like, the, the... I think I still like the one from Mighty Thor more. That was the one that could, like, switch back and forth, I believe. Yes. I think I still like that one more. Um this one has Agents of Atlas, Avengers, Champions, and Humans, and Celebrity. Same kind of keywords we normally get. Uh, same things you'd expect. Trade, shape change, uh, free. She can be giant-sized and combat values plus one, or has perplex and plasticity. And then she's got uh, 
boot symbol with a special single click of a special speed power, and that is sidestep, tiny size, hypersonic speed, but only once per game. Uh, wild card, 60 points. So for five clicks, she's five clicks deep. She's five points less than that uh, Franklin Richards we just talked about. And man, you just for a super rare and five points less, you get so much less than so that much rare. Less. Like it's it's pretty aggravating to me to be honest. Like compared to that one that we just discussed, this piece on paper, uh, if you were just going off that last one, could be like thirty points, and I would have been like, huh, like that's a solid like thirty point piece. But for sixty, it's like I don't know why I wouldn't pay the extra yeah. four, the extra five for that Franklin when he's got eleven clicks. He's got six clicks more of life, and he his starting stats are. His attack and damage are both one higher than hers. Plus, he can pick literally like you can and have you know, power cosmic his entire dial, which is great. She doesn't even have willpower, you know. She's yep. just like she's an uncommon or maybe a rare, pretending to be a super rare and wasting your super rare slot when you pull her. Like she's just so she's like the Black Widow of this set. Like how Captain America had like that terrible super rare. She's Sadly, yeah. just a terrible super rare in this set. Okay for sealed, but I mean, oh yeah, I'm not going to be excited to pull her in. This is yeah, this is I a do. great, great piece for sealed. Um, yeah. Let me look up the last Ms. Marvel from Mighty Thor. So that one also had five clicks, but this was the one where at the beginning of your turn you could turn her to the same click number of a different color and heal her one click. So that one was 90 points. So I guess 30 points more. Um, but it also had a solid way to heal its whole dial. And it had, it also had traded shape change. Um, I don't know. I just, that one also had outwit also didn't have end on. Sculpts are always so goofy. I think it's her power is just a goofy power. Yeah. She looks awful. Sorry. I'm looking at the the tall one. <laughs> that is terrifying to look at. Oh. The the colossal one. The colossal one. Oh, it's yeah. bad. It's bad. That one does look just so weird. So Probably like, her first one was her best one with just the leap and the big fist, I guess. Yeah. Like these are the rest of these have all been pretty awful. Her power is gross. I mean, it's it's weird when Reed does it. But for some reason, when she just makes her hands big, it's it's weirder. Yeah, the big just hands. a giant so, hand. It's so odd. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, disappointment aside, still, still, I don't care. I, yeah, no, no, it's actually just disappointment for her. Sorry, sorry, MM. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I would have loved K-K, to have this character MM. for this point value at like an uncommon. But oh a yeah, super rare, un- like, she's a great uncommon or rare, but it's just like a, not a such rare. a bad. Such a like, bad super rare pull. Oh yeah. Uh, when like we've already seen that, uh, we've already seen that super scroll as like an optional oh, yeah. super rare sure. that you could pull, and like man, if like those are like the two things that you could possibly get, and this is the one you get, oof. It is no, that's rough. That kind of ends our news segment for this week. I'm gonna go ahead take this time to talk about oh baby our Supernova Sealed Online Tournament that we're going to be doing. So it's only $10 to enter. You get two boosters of Supernova, which I will unbox live on Facebook. I'll, ha- I'll say your name when I unbox the boosters, open the boosters, line everything up for you. That's your team. You'll have like a day or two, whatever, 
we'll do it a day or two before the tournament, and we'll let you have that time to build your team. And just so you guys know, so that's that's basically how it's gonna go. Ten bucks, you get two boosters. That's how you're gonna build your team. Uh, the top prize is gonna be a fifty dollar gift card to CoolStuffInc.com, where you can buy whatever you want. So there's no oh only this whatever you that's your money and you're gonna spend it however you want, my man. So ten bucks. Not only do you get figures, I'll mail those out to you, and then you also have a chance at winning the prize. We're also be giving away tokens and all sorts of other uh, kind of mini prizes for second and third. Most people are basically going to get prizes. Like, if you enter, you're going to get prizes, you know. So, just so you guys know, only 10 bucks. You, you, you know, I got to open more Supernova. I love opening some Supernova. And, yeah. So, I would like to get at least 10 people entered. But the minimum, I think, uh, I'll run the tournament if we get. Uh, if we get six folks, I'll totally run it. But I would like to get as many people as possible. So, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and we totally, and I have a ton of Supernova boosters for people to, to enter in, so yeah. Uh, basically, when we play online, if you still don't know how, we will invite you to our Discord, so you'll need to make a Discord, which there's a million, it, it's a very simple download, or even if you don't want to download anything, use it in your browser if you want to. Very simple thing to make an account. We'll invite you to our Discord server. Uh, on our server, we have different voice chats for the game one, game two, whatever, and then a general voice chat slash whatever tournament voice chat. So we'll tell you uh, what games you're going to be in. Now, as far as playing the games go, uh, most people know this, uh, but Roll20 is what almost the entire Heroclix world has been using to play uh, Heroclix online. Roll20, once again, that's worth a Google. It's R O L L. 2020 roll 20 exactly how it sounds make an account we'll send you a link and then it's there's a bunch of videos if you want to watch there's ones by happy little hero clicks um mr clicks flicks all sorts of videos on how to run and use roll 20 basically you'll save images and you'll move figures on a map it's pretty simple to play hero clicks on roll 20 you'll you'll type in uh slash roll 2d6 1d6 for rolling dice there's also a dice thing in the top left corner that you can hover your little mouse on and you can roll dice that way. Very simple. Uh, I'll try to keep linking um, uh, whatever. But those videos, if you want to learn how, obviously that's also how we play our Thursday throwdowns. Since me and Simeon don't own those figures and we don't live anywhere near each other, we play online that way. So obviously Thursday Throwdown is totally played through Roll20, so if you're also curious how Roll20 works, check out Thursday Throwdown at Dial H for Hero Clicks at YouTube.com. Yeah. Shameless, shameless self-plug in our own show. Calder also just played Supernova in our last episode. So, I, I mean, I you'd have to pull well to, you'd have to pull pretty well to get <laughs> really? the same figures he did, but uh, <laughs> it's possible to get it like maybe one of them. So. Yeah. So that's another big thing for Supernova is that the zombies are the chases in that set. And if you know, if you've been watching some of my unboxings that I do on the YouTube channel, we haven't had one since Captain America, but I am chasing those zombies. And this kind of lets me open a bunch of boosters, maybe go through some boosters that don't have zombies. And if you guys do pull a zombie, I will definitely make a pretty nice offer about, about taking that zombie off your hands so I don't have to ship it out to you and ship out like... A piece of my soul with it if you if you get get a zombie that i don't already own so yeah for sure um, another thing about supernova people had questions about maps it is a supernova tournament we're going to be using the only map from supernova so if you're curious how that map is played check out our last thursday throwdown episode 9 supernova versus origin 
Like it's actually a said. pretty pretty crazy map, uh, it but it won't be unbalanced because you'll all be playing out of the same set. Exactly. Um, one thing about the map is that you're really going to want some close attackers because, yeah, it just it does some funny stuff to range in certain parts of the map, so you'll have to keep an eye out so for that. So, basically, just to just get, give you guys a little bit of an idea about how the Supernova map works, there's a big, and I mean a big section of it, is orange terrain, which is space terrain, and if you shoot into it or shooting someone who occupies it, or shooting while you occupy it to someone else who occupies it, you half your range. So it's pretty dangerous. But if you're shooting through it to someone that doesn't occupy it, you don't half your range. It's very funny, but that's how the wording works. Uh, knockback is doubled for force blast, and then all attacks knock someone back minus two. So there's all this low gravity pushing around type deal in that map. It's very cool. There's also uh, a little bit of hindering. Some elevated, some blocking. So stealth, I don't even know how much stealth is in Supernova. Probably not much, but it's not going to be a huge factor in this set with the low range already. So yeah, some things to keep in mind while building your team is that if you are thinking about entering or definitely want to enter the Supernova tournament, go watch the Supernova versus Origin video to understand how the map works. Check out some of the figures in it as well. But yeah, it's only $10 to enter, and to enter, all you have to do is go ahead and message the play page and say, I am absolutely going to enter this tournament. It is going to be June 27th, and we're going to start getting everybody rounded up and ready you know, by 10 a.m., and we're going to fire off the first round at 11 o'clock. So 10.30 or so, or right at 10 a.m., join the server, get your images downloaded, etc., etc., um, all that stuff, and then by 10 by 11 o'clock, we are going. And that is Central Standard Time, CST, because that is what me and Simeon work out of, so that is what we're going to be basing our tournament time for. So, June 27th, Supernova. It's only $10 to enter. You're going to get a $50 cool stuffing gift card if you win. You're also going to get two boosters of Supernova, which I will ship out to you. You're going to play some fun Golden Age. I mean, I get it. People like all this post-rotation garbage and playing with figures they don't actually <laughs> own, which I think is not fun to me. But play with some figures that you're going to own that I'm going to give you. You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, you get something physical to keep. And we get to play some Golden Age goodness. I love Old Sealed. I think it's super fun. Because um, it's balanced. Because you're playing stuff from the same set. So even though it's old, weird figures, it's it's all fun and games. It's just, it, it makes the game feel a little, a little different. And I, I really, really, really enjoy it. So check out our Supernova tournament. Just message Simeon or I um, through Facebook, through Twitter, through Discord, whatever. And just say, I'm absolutely going to sign up. Uh, paying is just PayPal, or if you support us on Patreon, you can subtract whatever you give to us on Patreon uh, from there. So if you donate a dollar, it's only nine bucks. You donate five bucks, whatever, you take five bucks off. You donate ten dollars, well, guess what? Bada bing, bada boom. That's a free entry into our tournament, which is another great reason to support us on Patreon. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Let's get into the Patreon rank up ceremony. We only have one person ranking up this week, and that is Aaron Lloyd. He's going to be a super fan. That's right. Over that 50 mark. Good job, Aaron Lloyd. Good job. I know Chrissy Stav is really cool. Little background music. He'd make a whole big deal about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go nuts. So Aaron Lloyd is a brand new Dolly super fan. I'm going to be, I'm changing some things about Patreon. We don't have a lot to give away right now. You may have noticed we didn't do any posts about a giveaway uh, for May. I don't know about a giveaway for June. I haven't bought any Justice League Unlimited. Probably I'm not going to buy any of it. Just going to pick up the figures I need. I do not, you know, I'm, you know, 
We do have a Fantastic Four Cosmic Clash starter for giveaway at some point. Some point. We were just waiting for that bad boy to get in. Yeah, we didn't know when it was going to drop, so we couldn't really promise it until it was physically here. But Once we get that in hand, Cosmic Clash starter is going to be the giveaway. I designed some new action tokens. I'm waiting those to get uh, mailed to me. I am going to wait until the tournament is over before I ship out Patreon rewards. Normally a lot of people in the Patreon sign up for the tournament. So it makes it simple that I can do uh, May and June's Patreon rewards and also ship them out with your prizes. Saves me a trip to the post office that I was going to have to make anyways. Makes it a lot easier. I can't wait for you guys to see these tokens. So we did normal Dial H for Heroclix action tokens as well as some tokens that go to figures. I'm not really super tech savvy to make like pogs and stuff. So I kind of made these counter tokens that I hope you guys will enjoy and get some use out of. They are from two figures me and Simeon both like a lot. So at the very least, uh, we'll get you, we'll get use out of them. So oh, yeah. that's yeah, that's solid. <laughs> so I can't wait for you guys to see those. And of course, if you want to support us on Patreon, check it out. Dial H for Heroclix or patreon.com slash dial H for Heroclix to support the show. Uh, we normally do giveaways and I'm going to do this. So the like we just had the Patreon rank up ceremony for Aaron Lloyd means he's given $50 to us in the course of his in his lifetime, right? And that's where it, it ends at Superfan. We are going to change those around, or at least I'm going to change these around. And now, every time you rank up, it's going to actually mean something instead of just getting a cooler title. You know? Like, when Chris introduced the ranking ups, he was just like, they're going to get a cool name. And I was like, but is is that it? Is that all they is that all they get? Like, it's it's neat. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's it's cool. But is that it? So now, every time you rank up, I'm going to add an entry to our giveaway. So if you are a citizen, like right, you just, you're just you just donating once, you get one entry to the giveaway. And then you rank up to, I don't know if it's Vigilante or whatever is the next one, right? Or Protagonist. And then you'll get a second one. You know, the third one, you get three. Uh, number four is Superhero, Supervillain. You're up to four. And then Superfan is five. And then those are all kind of $10 increments. I think I'm going to spread those out more uh, increment-wise. And then I'm going to add more levels, make Superman, make super fan like maybe $100. And by then you'll have like 10 entries or something. Because I really want to, not just the people that donate to us, you know, instead of making it like whatever, $5 gets you five entries type deal. Or like however they do 50-50 raffle tickets, you know what I'm saying? Like 20 bucks gets you five entries, which is kind of wild. Um, if you go to a, a basketball game, you know what I'm talking about, or like rodeos and stuff. But um, I want to make it important uh, to really stress the fact that how long you've been supporting us, not just how much you support us, but for how long you have been, I want that to be the most important part. So those that have been supporting us the longest on Patreon will have the most entries. Make sense? Sound sound cool? I, I'm trying to explain it the best I can, but once again, I'll get that all edited up this week. And that is that is basically enough Patreon speak from my end. I hope people enjoy that. But yeah. Most importantly, Supernova Tournament. Contact us if you have any questions about playing online. Don't worry about it. We'll answer them. Uh, we'll have videos, links in the descriptions, all that jazz. I want a ton of people playing the Supernova Tournament. I want to open a ton of Supernova. So let's get those entries in. Let's go ahead and move on to Community. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Uh, community Tuesday's question we ask every Tuesday with WizKids bringing back scenario campaigns, which ones do you hope to see in the future? Which ones have you done? Simeon, what's the scenarios for you, my man? I actually haven't done any uh, 
Oh, Hero clicks wow. scenarios. No, like the only one that you could even come close to saying that I've done would have been like the Galactus and the uh, technically the Thanos on the throne is like he's got like a scenario thing, but really the Thanos is just the dial and the Galactus one just makes him like super powerful. Um, so those are the only ones that I've really done. I haven't done like any non colossal ones, but uh, some that I'd like really like to see would be like the incursion like storyline where it was the Illuminati trying to stop the incursions from happening. And uh, so at one point, like Cap tried to use the gauntlet to push the other Earth back. Occasionally, they'd have to fight off the inhabitants of the other Earth. And then at one point, Namor blew up one of like the alternate Earths uh, with like a big old bomb thing. Um, so something like that, where it would be like uh, two forces that are on like different worlds, like they like have to like meet in the middle, and there's like some sort of timer where like the, if like you if one team doesn't destroy the other team in a certain amount of turns, then the incursion happens and both worlds are destroyed, mm-hmm. and it's a double loss kind of like scenario, okay, um, yeah. or like a a sabotage kind of thing where you try and get, like, a bomb placed in, like, your opponent's starting area and then keep them from, like, putting it in your starting area. I don't know. Something like that would be interesting. Um, anything that, like, follows, like, storylines. Uh, there's a ton of, ton of like, storylines. Like, uh, in the last uh, the House of X storyline, um, last X-Men book that I read to get caught up with that new set, um, they have to try and destroy a sentinel base looking thing and so like they kind of go on like this mission and they all have to like split up to do different stuff and so like that'd be a fun scenario kind of thing too and then uh you i don't know you just have like generic soldier guys trying to stop them okay yeah there you go i think the favorite camp my favorite campaign i've played uh oddly enough is the one that was in the thor the dark world starter set and you would switch maps because it was like you and, if you remember Thor of the Dark World, uh, Malkith and Thor are just beating each other up as they keep going through the weird portal thing. And they keep like fighting on different worlds and they just keep flying through the air. So you would mark your pieces and then switch maps and then like play for a turn or two and then switch maps again. Which as weird as that as that was, it was pretty fun. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, that does seem um, like pretty sweet. It'd be a it's, pretty easy, especially if you were playing like yeah. with skirmish maps that have half the map is numbered tiles already. Oh right, yeah, that would be way oh way easier if we had skirmish maps back in twenty yeah back in twenty thirteen. Throw the dark world no. So and then I think a really cool one. As much as I hated Secret Empire, I think it would make for a really cool scenario campaign where you and the um, ragtag what's left of the Avengers go around collecting, you know, p- fragments of the Cosmic Cube, um, and then kind of like the end battle with the two Captain Americas would be really cool in a scenario campaign, so, with like Hydra versus Avengers, stuff like that. I think that would be, I think that'd be a really, really fun scenario campaign to do. Uh, you want to go ahead and read the, fr- I have three on Twitter, if you have more on Facebook, go ahead and read there first. Alright, I've got three on Facebook as well, okay. so, We've got Michael S. Warner. He says, I have the Days of Future Past Alpha Sentinel. I have never used it because I'm not sure how to run the scenario. I also don't know how to run that scenario. Um, But 
I didn't know I do know scenario, and I own those. Yeah, I do know if you go to the units tab in HC Realms, um, just like the units tab without clicking anything else, you just click on units, there is a documentation thing, and I think the Alpha Sentinel is in there. Uh, let me... Maybe not. Nope, doesn't look like it. I lied. But there's <laughs> there's a lot of scenarios. Liar! Uh, Liar! <laughs> there's Alpha Rulebook and Alpha Powers and Abilities card, but I don't think that's the Alpha Sentinel. Always now that I'm because that's DC. So, yep, that was a a different thing that I was thinking about. I'm sure it's online somewhere. That's as helpful as I can be. Mm. Wow. Wow. Superhero Jedi Legend says, playing through A and B of the F4 tonight, loving the campaign. I'd like to see classic stories with Carnage Venom Spidey uh, do this year. Uh, can we ask for a Maximum Carnage campaign, PG-13 or above? Uh, DC, DC, excuse me, Death of Soups would be cool too. I would really like a Death of Superman campaign where you're like Doomsday and you like you just crush the Justice League and then you you know well the 90s Justice League it, it was a different league at the time uh, like just annihilate the Justice League and then just annihilate Superman and then die and then ah reign of the Superman like a Death of Soups would be a really sick uh, campaign scenario for DC. Yeah. Then you could bring in like the uh, cyborg Superman and Superboy and all those weirdos um <laughs> that's what i that's how i feel about him tyler murin says none but i'd be down for something with doctor strange and the multiverse or other realms where you switch maps mid-campaign Ooh, nice so like the i don't know those little kinda like portal like, things kind of yeah kind of yeah kind of like a uh, we have protagonist Bonte Tree and Sapling says, Looking forward to trying out the F4 when I get it. I really dig a scenario campaign for Spider Island. And he has a picture of the uh, Spider Island, which was a part of Secret Wars Battleworld. I liked it a lot. Um, I only have like the second part where everybody is already... A spider. Uh, we do, no, not spiders, but like... Well, yes, spiders. Some of them are, <laughs> yeah. But... Um, like Captain America turns back into a werewolf or yeah. um, whatever. Captain Marvel is half a vampire right now because they, they find out that if you mutate them again, they don't become spiders. They already have one. They don't become like a spider werewolf. It's just the werewolf cancels out the spider, I guess. And that's really cool. And um, more than Peter Parker, but uh, Flash Thompson played a big role in it. And I always love, I love some good Agent Venom too. So I would really dig a Spider Island scenario as well. Very nice. Uh, last but not least on Facebook, we've got Top Fan. Don't know how you get that, but he's got it. Mark Richards says, post the pick. Let's take a look. It's in a book. Reading I don't, Rainbow. Um, I don't understand. I'm I don't sorry. either. Okay. But I, I read it just for the <laughs> rhyme that I could add to it. The the Reading Rainbow thing. That's, that's what I always want to do. I always want to bring it back to LeVar Burton. He's a good man. Good man, that LeVar Burton. That Geordie LaForge. Solid fella. Uh, Then the last one on Twitter is Jason Levine says, I would love to see the Avengers Under Siege storyline where the Masters of Evil take over the Avengers Mansion. That would be great. I like that. Yeah. Siege was a good... Yeah, that was a good storyline. So was uh, the Dark Avengers with... um, what was, who was that guy? Osborne leading the Dark Avengers. Mm-hmm. Iron Patriot. Is that uh, Dark Reign? Is that what that one was? 
Or is that something? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Dark Rain. I think Dark Rain might have been. Was that Thunderbolts? I don't, yeah, no. it's been a while. No, clue. it has been quite no a while. So. Uh, all right, and then that that'll finish off Community Tuesday's question. We're gonna go ahead and move into a Jedi Legend Hero Clicks uh, tip of the week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Jedi Legend says theme team probability control is not limited by the points of your force but by how many pieces are on the team with the keyword up to a max of five with a great gif of Captain America from Age of Ultron saying together, which I really dig. I really dig it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter if it's a thousand point game or a hundred point game. Uh, it's capped at five. So. Yep. <laughs> that's just, that's it. Yep. That's it, baby. It's, uh, it's capped. Which now playing 300 points and no longer getting like just three for the point value because that's how it used to be. Um, no, no, it was always based on characters. I don't know why I just said that's how it used to be. <laughs> Jeez. Getting I know with the yeah. with the new Yelena, it can be up to ten, which but is pretty sick. Which to is be cool. honest, she is the exception to this rule yeah. slash tip of the week. To be on a theme team with her, you either have to make spy master and make a spy team which is probably the only real way. Or you have to use her only other keyword, which is, like, Widows, I think. And that's a huge Widows team. Yeah, literally the one set that I they've given I don't know why they gave that trait to her. When, Man. In order to make a 10-person Widows team, you would... I think you have to use... I don't even know if those generics have Widows. A lot they of probably multiple, do. yeah. You have to use a bunch of them. And they're, like, 25, 50-point generics, too. Like, it's, it's going to be a high-point game, no matter what to get all those probs that you want for your team. So, yeah, it's, it's a little rough. It's a little rough for my taste. But, no, right on. And, yes, generic keywords did used to have theme team probs. People, someone said the other day that they didn't, and that was wrong, and they absolutely used to because I was super upset when they changed generic theme teams to not have theme team probs. It was like three-fifths of your build or whatever for generics instead of named theme team or whatever i think if you look up 2012 rules you'll find it there in the rule book but uh, i do miss generics having theme props that was awesome and that's why soldier was always my favorite keyword someone i don't know who it was but someone said it the other day that they, they didn't used to and um they totally did and how, if you think i'm wrong how dare they send me a screenshot of the 2012 rule book because i know <laughs> i'm right because i know i'm not wrong so correct me on that all right, moving on. Let's let's end the show. Cap it off, baby, with a Malcolm Rush question block. That's in Japan. Japan? No, 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 no. I can't go to Japan. Uh, Malcolm writes in. Since you finished all non-carded sets for Thursday Throwdown, let's ask questions about that. So he is correct. The non-carded era is over we've completed that was nine episodes of non-carded fights good job simeon we did it we got through we, the no cards it was a struble. struggle but we we can finally go to like some of the cool traits like uh, a special white attack power that says charge that'll be great yeah i can't yep. wait for those they, they weren't they weren't at their most creative they were no. just figuring out the cards so we have best, worst, favorite, and surprising non-carded set. You go best, I'll go best, you go worst, I go worst, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, so 
I said best. So a lot of these, I just used the ones that I played because um, mm, I wasn't. Kind of, I wasn't going to make decisions on Calder's sets because I didn't get to like play them. I did get to play against them, and my my view may have been warped. So I said best was collateral damage. I just really loved the sculpts. Um, I think the sculpts were like just they knocked it out of the park with a lot of them. Uh, some of like some of them really had no business being as good as they were, especially in like an older set. But they were actually pretty solid. Uh, I'm trying to pick up a few of those. And then some of the pieces were actually like for the points. Their starting line, like starting like uh, up to like click three, were pretty solid for like the points. And um, yeah, absolutely right on. My best, I said ultimates. Uh, even though it was a short game, I really enjoyed Ultimates as a set, and I own a lot of figures from Ultimates. They have cool sculpts, and I just really liked it. The, the dial seemed really solid in Ultimates, in the Ultimates set, and but even before I ever played it, I always like kind of enjoyed the Ultimates set, so yeah. Worst. Worst? I put down Clobbering Time, mm. because with the exception of Nightcrawler, who was a pretty go- good piece... I was just not overly impressed with like what that set had to offer, and it was like one of the first sets. I think it was like set number three or four or something like that. Um, but yeah, so like I, I didn't have like high expectations, but I, I was still like between like the sculpts just not looking super crazy cool, and uh, like the powers and stats not really matching what I would hope their point value would be. Um, mm. I think I ended up with like a ton of like two damage when I played that. And I was like, man, if I could just have somebody with, like, three damage, that'd be wonderful, wouldn't it? Um, no, I guess, apparently, not. Uh, my worst, maybe I was skewed by not being able to even play this team, uh, but uh, Icons. Icons mm-hmm. did not impress me. Um, they got absolutely annihilated by the Phoenix and then absolutely annihilated <laughs> by my uh, quote-unquote teammate uh, for the next half of the video. So I was, I not, definitely Im- was, was not impressed with icons. <laughs> I was definitely not hedging my bets mm, and allowing mm, you to defeat mm, the Phoenix by yourself, okay. mm. thus rendering your team easily for me to beat. That is not what I did at all. <sighs> I uh, cannot stand. <laughs> List of people I cannot stand. Simeon Bruce, number one. Uh, uh, favorite set. Favorite set for me was Indy, um, mostly just because. So there's like a lot of cool powers and properties in the set, but like there was some just so much variety in um, team abilities, and none of them are like straight up bad. None of the team abilities in that set are bad. Like, so I might pick up like a Secret Wars set and have like a bunch of Avengers, and I'm like, eh, I don't really care about the Avengers team ability. I might get like you know and x-men or like i don't know that wouldn't be in there but you know you know what i'm saying like you'll get your like your mystics which is uncopyable and like different stuff like that but all the uh, powers or team abilities in that set were pretty cool and then it's just really cool to be able to have like a hellboy or um a judge dread like the fact that we actually had a set at one point and we were at one point like able to have those properties is really cool um i really hope that they somehow get back in with that it'd be really cool even if it's just like image properties or like dark horse or like the the bprd give me those give me those 
Archie yeah. Comics properties. Come on. Hey, Archie's yeah. crossed over with some cool stuff. No, absolutely, uh, yeah. Like Glee. Also, that's what I need. I want Glee. No, obviously there's better Archie crossovers <laughs> than that. DC's also uh, recently crossed over with like uh, they did like a Looney Tunes crossover and some other. I own some of the Looney stuff. Tunes ones. They're they're clever. I I liked them a lot. Porky Pig and Lex Luthor was great. <laughs> I have to give my favorite set to Supernova. I love Supernova. Even if even if it didn't work the way I wanted to, I do. I love Supernova. So it it has to be my favorite Golden Age set. Simeon, what was the most surprising set for you? I think the most surprising set for me was probably I probably have to put collateral damage down again. Um, I hate to double dip. Uh, let me let me double think. I, th- I guess Armor Wars was pretty surprising. Um, just with like the. Hmm. I know I was surprised. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Armor Wars was pretty surprising with. Uh, just like the few low-costed, like high damage output pieces that were there. Um, you played that Ultron, right? I don't remember which one I it was. I did not. But... Oh, okay. You well, I remember looking at the Ultron and being like, "Wow, that's actually like still pretty solid." Like his defense drops, but like yeah, yeah. Throughout his whole dial, he's like pretty solid for like that day and age. Um, and so yeah, that was a pretty surprising one. Also, how bad that Phoenix was in that set—that was surprising. I thought oh, it was yeah, going to be so much better. Yeah, she was bad. And it just—it uh, just dropped so fast. Mm, very true. My uh, surprising set was Sinister. I was—I was impressed. I really went into that game thinking my goose was cooked, and several times during that game, I thought, "Well, this is it. It's over. We're done." But I didn't waste the paste, boys. And Pace Pot Pete <laughs> took home the W that we so badly needed. Without taking um, a single click of damage. Without taking a single click of damage the entire game. What a guy. Did he have um, willpower? He did not. So I okay. never, never. So played. yeah, you just. Yeah. Man, what a guy. I didn't want to waste the paste. What can I say? Uh, number two, what did you learn about these non carded sets since you started playing uh, Thursday Throwdown? For this, I put other than uh, I learned that like other than the like lower like the down dial stats getting bad, some of the figures are actually really well costed um, even by today's standards. Um, and that's again ignoring like anything past like click three on average. Um, and I also I learned that you know like I don't know if I learned, but I guess I realized that I really wish they would start making characters like that again like it makes sense for the hulk to be pretty static throughout his dial because he can take like a beating and still like he gets angrier he gets more powerful stuff like that characters that don't make sense to like get hit by like a, a heavy object from the hulk and still be strong are characters like uh batman or like lex Luthor or like most characters when they've like been severely injured in like a comic or cartoon or anything like that they're not still like pumping out damage and sprinting around the map but uh we've really like hero clicks has really gotten into like a kind of like habit of making characters just as good like bottom end as they are top and uh there's no like 13 i guess 
I mean, there of course there's exceptions, but um, for example, the new absorbing man chase, he gets pretty bad towards the bottom. Um, same as the AI Colossal Hulk. They both have like a 14 defense on their last click. And that's just something that I can appreciate because I'm like, if you've beaten this person like mercilessly all the way until like the very last click and like they're about to be KO'd, they're not going to be like dodging attacks and stuff like that. They're going to be easy to hit. That's going to be like their, their one last push where they might be able to take somebody out or like hit somebody, but they're not going to be like on their, their best leg. And I, I guess I just I want them to bring that back for some reason. Mm. Sure, I can dig it. I can dig it. I think what I learned was was man were these figures bad? Like they the the point formula definitely seemed more obvious back then with maybe how they uh, made move an attack really really expensive. And how it is kind of scattered. It's not super easy to get a hold of. So like the more clicks of move and attack you have. It definitely felt like the more you would cost. For sure. But like opening with maybe one click of move and attack. Was different than having it for four clicks. Right? Running shot or so. So um, even if there is a quote unquote. Or isn't an idea or whatever. Of a quote point formula. Right? Uh, it felt more obvious back Back in the olden days, uh, like there was somewhat of a point for me, maybe because it was simpler dials or whatever it may have been, a lot easier to yeah. judge. But uh, Couldn't, either like, way, just throw a trade on and like add like 50 points right. for that trade. Right. I do think it's also interesting, like like a 30 point character back in the day might have been seven clicks long, and sure, all seven clicks were like worthless, like they were you know literally like one damage, like eight attack the whole dial or something like that mm -hmm. but you won't find like a 30 point character that's eight clicks long today like right so it's like right. i don't know like for some reason the point formula had nothing to do with how long the dial was it doesn't seem like there's some really cheap really long dial figures that kept popping up no totally uh number three which of those figures that you didn't play in our games that you wish you had a chance to play simeon who are you wishing would have got a couple of votes you could have played. Ooh, uh, number one is the Colossal Spectre. Because um, I've played him once in real life. He's just like a shelf piece now. But And I guess it's not as fun to play it without putting like the giant dude physically on the table. So maybe maybe not. Um, but I think he's got like a 14 attack with like Psychic Blast top dial or something crazy like that. Um, I really wanted to play more of the old KC figures. So I played the uh, I played the Green Lantern, I believe, and I don't remember if I played another. I think it was Green Lantern and Ares and something else. So I think I only played the Green Lantern one, but I would have liked to play like the Casey Flash, um, the Wonder Woman, some stuff like that. And then uh, I didn't have enough points to throw the Mary Marvel experienced Mary Marvel on, but she looked like a lot of fun. And from that same set, the Felix Faust, um, not nearly as obnoxious as the titular Felix Faust, that oh, uh, right. Heroclix's most notorious figure, but uh, still like a fun-looking piece. Started with like perplex and three damage and some, I think, energy explosion or something, but the points just didn't work out to fit him on the team. 
definitely someone I really wanted to play was like figures I already own from those sets for sure because obviously I bought them for a reason. Uh, Nighthawk from Sinister I really wanted to play. Baron Strucker. Uh, and then I forget what set this guy's from, but Jason Burr is really cool for like 30 points. He's Blades Perplex figure, which is pretty sweet. And then uh, any Lex Luthor. I didn't uh, didn't get a play. Didn't get any votes for Lex Luthers. I think I got maybe a vote, but it didn't make it to the team anyways, sadly. So hopefully in the future we can play some more sexy Lexies and, uh, you know, scratch that itch. Uh, number four, what do you think about feet cards and battlefield conditions now? So I never really played a whole lot of uh, feats or battlefield conditions. I was more of an ATA kind of person. And I don't know if that's just because they like weren't really a thing in modern when I started, at least not like to my knowledge. Um, but I really, actually, after playing battlefield conditions, I really like those. Um, they're like fun little scenarios that you can add to like any game, and it doesn't really give you an advantage. I mean, you could build your team around like the battlefield condition to a, an extent, but it doesn't really give you like an outright advantage that your opponent doesn't also get. And then uh, I said feats can be a little bit overpowered in some situations. Um, so I understand why in a lot of Golden Age uh, tournaments and like stuff like that, they'll disallow feats in battlefield conditions because of... There's some feats out there that uh, do some crazy stuff. Hmm. Right. I kind of said the same thing. Feats can be really overpowered, you know, but some are also just bad and don't work that well. So, especially in a uh, voting or a sealed scenario, like Brilliant Tactician, every time somebody voted for that, I would look at my figures and I'd be like, I don't have anyone. Like, yes, I have Outwit, but the the thing, although a prerequisite is for the figure to have Outwit... Um, it doesn't do anything without wit. It doesn't make out wit better. It only works with the power perplex. And so that's a useless feat on anyone without wit. Um, same thing um, with whatever. There's another feat. I didn't write it down. But um, I think trick shot was also just kind of bad. Uh, yeah. Although, yeah, you could ignore hindering. But if you, I don't know, it just didn't, it didn't work out when I was getting votes and stuff for it. It's like that one didn't really work. Um, I think lunge is, is awful think you get a chance at breakaway that might be it uh, but you already have to have leap climb it's like mm, okay okay i guess so there are some really bad feats out there there are some really really good feats out there uh in contact with oracle nova blast etc etc right i i like battlefield conditions i i think they're cool i think they're somewhat balanced the fact that you can only use one uh in one game for your entire tournament and I think it's fair that if you don't want to play against a battlefield condition, you have ordinary day as your battlefield condition. Very simple. Like, I think battlefield, battlefield conditions overall are pretty balanced. They add a more complicated aspect to the game, which is simple for having no cards, no special powers, no resources, no whatever, right? So back then, they totally made sense and were very easy to play. Nowadays, probably trying to use battlefield conditions and feats um, in like a Golden Age tournament where everything is legal. Um, that kind of stuff on top of resources, you know, trouble alerts, call-in IDs, X, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a little too much, right? There's Heroclix has introduced an insane amount of extra things in its in its 20-ish year lifespan. So, yeah. Number five, best, worst, and 
surprising feet cards, battlefield condition cards. I, I just went with feats. We didn't play a ton of battlefield conditions. We only played two. So, but go for it, Simeon. Yeah, so... Like so said, best and best, blah, blah, blah. The first one, I put Fortitude. Um, this was the one that I threw on Ares, the one that made him immune to Outwit and uh, Exploit Weakness, I believe it was. So, especially pre-Invincible era, this was like, I mean, the fact that you could give a character with Indom protected Outwit... Like at any point for any points, just seemed kind of crazy. Um, and then you throw in like one of the only ways to do penetrating in the ga- like penetrating damage in the game, um, which like granted, Pensai is way more uh, popular now. It's like a, a much more accessible power now. But I feel like back when this like first popped out, this would probably have been like one of the best ones to throw on a big big beat stick type character. For sure. No, Fortitude is awesome. From the same game, though, my best has to go to Nova Blast. Man, being able to pulse wave their whole team for your printed damage, and they all take it, is pretty sick. Sure, you take two damage afterwards, and then it's gone for the rest of the game, but it has such a crippling opening move if you can pull it off. Yeah, it was uh, Nova bad. Blast is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> is awesome. All right, so worst. Uh, I put Ordinary Day as the worst battlefield condition because all it does is cancel out other battlefield conditions, which I feel like is such like a cop-out thing for them to introduce. They're like, here's this, like, like imagine if at the height of, like, Mangog and Surtur and stuff, they introduced, like, uh, the Watcher, and he was a Colossal Retaliator, but his, like, whole thing was, like, no one's allowed to colossal retaliate while he's on the map, and so like all he did was just like cancel out what he does. Like I don't, I don't know. Just seems seems silly to get rid of your own effect like that. Hmm. Right, right. I think I went with worst. I'm saying brilliant tactician because, like I said, if you even have a power that you could use to activate it, it wouldn't help you at all. It's kind of a waste of 20 points. And either either way, it's it's still kind of an expensive one for me in order to uh, perplex somebody that shares a team symbol without having uh, yeah. whatever. I don't even remember. But it's like you still have to have line of fire to the target, but I think you just perplex with everybody. Either way, for 20 points, not great, especially in our voting type scenario where we don't get a make our teams and they normally aren't theme teams so yeah. yeah that was another like so many of these feats and battlefield conditions are needlessly wordy uh just oh, like yeah. a huge like paragraph when it could just say like attach this to a character this character has to have like this prerequisite like that's all like that's all pretty simple but then it'll be like if an opposing character moves five or more squares because given a move action or power action, like, it's like, you don't need to, like, just say, like, the opposing characters can only move because of a move action or power action, you know, so, like, uh, just just make it simple, and they, they didn't, um, not on all, uh, let's see, so, favorite, uh, for me was, uh, the ground zero one that we played, so that was the one where, I think we played this one, this was the one where, uh, 
after making a close attack, you had to roll a single d6. Mm, yeah. And on a one yeah. two, the attacking character took a unavoidable, and on a five six, you dealt one additional damage. And that was just kind of like a fun, like made you like second guess like the close combat aspect of the game. But like sometimes yeah. that's all you really could do, and so that was that was just like a fun one to have in there. Right on. Uh, my favorite. Although we didn't actually play with this one, but this has always been my favorite feat, is Contingency Plan, which is Leadership and Mastermind. And when you don't use all of your actions for a turn, you put a Contingency Token on the card. And if there are two or less, uh, you can remove them when a character is given an action, and you can modify their speed, attack, or range plus one for each token removed. So you can add plus two attack like later down the line for whatever, for not using all of your actions. So like first turn... When you just all you do is move up, right? Maybe you have someone care everybody. You didn't use all your actions. Boom, add a contingency token. Pretty cool. I I really like, really enjoy contingency plan. I think it's awesome. And then all surprising. Right. Surprising was the indomitable feat. So normally when you hear indomitable, you think the uh, the the symbol with the shield and the line through it, and it gives you willpower, and that's that's pretty cool. That's that's a fun thing to have. So this feat was it had a prerequisite of battle fury or willpower, and then you chose the character. And the effect was, when the character is the target of incapacitate or a mind control attack, you got plus two to its defense value. So completely worthless against uh, battle fury now. Battle fury can't be targeted with incap or mind control now. Um, this was from the sinister set. So this would have been back in 2006, and I'm assuming that that wasn't the case. Uh, I just thought it was funny that they had a feat named Indomitable, and one of the prerequisites <laughs> was willpower, and it doesn't give you, like... <laughs> big, big yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And they, they years later, went back, and they were like, we should uh, fix this feat. And they're like, ah, oh, let's just put it on the dial and give them willpower. That's what they did. I'm sure of it. Right. So, uh, for my most surprising, I'm going to go with... It's kind of two, but this is for our last game here. Um, if we would have played with it, Protect the Innocent would have been hilarious in our game, which is just to uh, remove from the game a bystander adjacent to a friendly character, and you just remove it. And you can just be like, I don't want your guy tying up my people. Goodbye. See, see you later. So, like... Instead of Simeon having to waste attacks, or like when I had to waste an attack against his bystander, we could have each just deleted them from from the game, which would have been yeah. really funny. I think that would have been the most surprising. And then, uh, secondary answer to this is Critical Strike. If it would have went off, the surprise, oh, yeah. the shock and awe, I would have had. But I think Critical Strike is, is sick. So... Uh, but I mean, it didn't work. It didn't end up working out because sadly we only crit hit that uh, that mind control, and yeah. it would have been so crazy wild if it was a normal attack. But too bad, Mister Mind alas, never got to yeah deal the five dam damage. <laughs> and uh, number six out of all the non-carded Thursday Throwdown games, what was the most fun to play, Simeon? Uh, I put down Sinister versus Collateral Damage. Um, so that was the one with, uh, Pace Pop Pete pulling in the win. Um, I don't even remember exactly what my team had on it. I had, it had like Leonard Snart, Omax, and, 
It was Lensnart, Omac, and like one big hitter that yep. didn't Monster, do. Mala, and yeah, 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 yeah. So I had two guys that like had running shot. That was Leonard Snart and uh, Monster Mala in the brain. And uh, then I had Omac, and I really thought Omac with his like stealth phasing or uh, no, it was just stealth and like close combat expert like mid dial and different stuff like that. I really thought that like he wasn't gonna be like the best figure and i thought monster mala was gonna like go the distance and it really ended up being uh omac like just kind of like whittling through most of calder's team while he like missed him most of the time rough that was rough the and then uh teen defense yeah it was tough and then it just came down like it was so close because like it was literally i had one figure i whittled him down to like one figure but i was like well my guy's like maybe a little bit better than his, so, like, maybe I'll pull it out. And it was just such a close game. I don't think we had a game that was closer than that one. No, no. Uh, and I said the same game. I I really had a ton of fun with Sinister. Like, it was great. The rhyming was fun. You know, I, I had a running shot <laughs> pulse wave piece that never pulse waved. You know, um, if you if you just want a really fun Thursday throwdown, like a really close Thursday throwdown game that we play, that one's it. It's, yeah, it's good. It's awesome. If you want to hear uh, Calder's beginning career of becoming a SoundCloud rapper, you can hear <laughs> some of his rhymes and sick, uh, sick beats that he's throwing down yeah. while he attacks. Oh yeah, me. I don't even remember them, but I remember, <laughs> I remember <laughs> yeah. a few of them hurt me inside <laughs> in like a very deep uh, way. Uh. They're just very painful <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> All right, uh, and then number seven, which non-carded figures could still compete within today's game? Simeon. Uh, so reality is like, so if he says com- compete within today's game and it means competitively, the reality is probably none. Um, but if we're old... saying like a friendly night, yeah, you know, so which one wouldn't be terrible? If we're... Play? If we're saying, like, uh, just compete with, like, uh, standard, like, attacks and, like, powers and stuff like that and, like, point values, it's going to be mostly the support characters. There's some real cheap support characters, some real cheap uh, team abilities. Um, There's a few heavy hitters that, if you, like, keep them top dial, like, they have, like, solid defense and attack values and stuff top dial. And if you can keep them up top dial, then they're great. Uh, Then... They handed out, like, 10-plus range like it was candy back then, apparently. And so there's just, like, a ton of crazy range people. And today's, like, average 6. You could have, like, a guy with 12 and just be on the right map, like, shooting across the map kind of thing. Um, And then I also threw in uh, the indie set. I think a lot of, like, those team abilities, it's like their, their stats aren't that great, but if you have, like, a decent set of wild cards and team abilities to like pick from and like swap to there's a lot of like solid like stat boosts and stealth and uh different stuff like that so i think like that's something that i could totally get away with playing on like a casual night and not get completely wiped with it or while playing it totally i mean and then the spider or whatever one it is called it's like old school mystics right it's like that's great for a wild card team nowadays you know that's awesome i would say kind of along the same lines you did it would be like 
con artists, you know, Destiny, 20-point prob, that's solid, you know, so, like, support figures for sure, but I think, you know, Fire Lord's my man, Fire Lord's great, like, he had bonkers stats then, he's got bonkers stats now, baby, 13 attack for 87 points, I dig it, like, even, and a crazy deep dial, like, like, all of them, sure, but Fire Lord is great, and I, I'm there for it, I'm there for Fire Lord, he's great. Wow. No, I, yep. I thought it was pretty rude when he uh, attacked the Air Nomads, but that's, you know, don't want to get into politics. Oh so my gosh. You, you wow. go ahead and support the Fire Lord all you want, wow. Calder. I'm, I'm an Avatar guy myself, Team Avatar <laughs> all the way. Just want people to know that. At least one of us is on the, the right side of history here. Uh, you're, uh, really, you're really going to play me like that? You're really going to play me and my man Sokka like that? How could you? How dare you? Uh, but to, to throw in with that, um, there's so many feats and battlefield conditions in all of these old sets that if you just like take... I think you can go into advanced search and look up just oh, those. Thanks. We'll bring it up. Yeah, if you go if you go rank and you go down to feet or battlefield condition, and then you just like look through that whole list of those. These are all like print and play because like it's it's golden age, and most tournaments disallow them anyhow. So it's probably just going to be like fun night stuff, uh, casual night stuff is what I meant. Um, but yeah, just throw in some of these like battlefield conditions and feats on some of these older figures definitely like helps them out. So. Uh, like I wouldn't feel bad putting, uh, what was the one the protected? Was that what it was called? Uh, oh, fortitude. I wouldn't feel fortitude, bad about yeah, throwing yeah. fortitude on some of these older figures, um, giving them you know protected outwit on like you know sentry or whatever, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they actually have to deal with him. They can't just like outwit him and uh, exploit weakness through his impervious or something like that you know so that's another way to to kind of bring them up to par while also like keeping it golden age mm, right and we and haven't gotten the resources will... yet so those no all... we haven't i am both dreading and yet cannot wait for resources it'll be it will be fun we don't get a resource until well obviously infinity gauntlet wasn't part of a set so we only get resources that are part of sets, and most resources weren't. Batman, so we're for sure, getting or... lanterns and Batman because those are part of sets. Was it Brave and yeah. the Bold that has? Which one has the uh, the bat suit with all like the? Brave and the Bold definitely does not have any resources, but uh, no, No Man's Land is what gave us the. Bat belt, so we won't even use the bat belt because that's a 16 figure just LE whatever. Oh, thing. okay. Yeah. So it'll probably be yeah, it'll probably be like maybe like just lanterns for like resources that went to a set. Oh, uh, fear itself. Fear itself is a full set that also had resources. So we'll we'll at least get the book of the skull lanterns. Uh, Iron Man has the power rings, so we'll for sure oh, get right. those. The mandarin rings, yeah. Can't wait to start rolling a five or six to equip some of these resources. Oh, baby. Or relics. relics. Yeah, I relics. can't wait for relics, yeah. too. Relics will be fun. We haven't gotten relics yet. Relics will obviously be Mighty Thor up until Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, 
Uh, there's no. still technically, yeah. There's still technically a relic Justice in League Age of Ultron, relics. I think. Okay. Or no, maybe it was Avengers Assemble. It was whichever one had the Pym particles, and it was technically yeah. a relic, but it was like auto equip. And then yeah, after that, the all objects beat. became auto equip. Yeah. Um, so Justice League Trinity War had the last roll relics with the, the sloth and yeah, 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 seven deadly. Yep. Absolutely, but that is all those awesome Golden Age questions answered that has to do with Thursday Throwdown. If you haven't yet, check us out on YouTube uh, at Dial Looks and watch what we upload every Thursday, a Thursday Throwdown, some Golden Age a goodness, a backyard brawl of sorts of old figures, and it's just so much fun. It really is. So if you enjoy the podcast and you got time on YouTube to watch watch a, watch a fun game, you know you want to watch you know Heroclix games. Check us out on YouTube. We like to do some cool, cool content for the YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So people get get a little something, something out there, a little fix. So yeah, check it out. And we're gonna we're just gonna keep doing these bad boys until probably one of us dies. Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's what until we, until we until run we out get of sets. to current. Yeah, yeah, until we get to current modern, or until <laughs> one of us dies, whichever one happens first. You well, know? if you check out my latest thumbnail. It does not look like I have much longer. Like I, I definitely no. look like I'm at the no. end of my rope in that last thumbnail. So, uh, and that's another great thing is Simeon is is having a wild time with the <laughs> thumbnails. I'm gonna just I'm gonna leave it there. Like it's it's pretty great. It's so good. So at the very least, check out our Instagram where we upload the thumbnails, or check out the YouTube for, to see the thumbnails because they are, I mean, wow. There's there's no words, so no words I can really truly use to describe just, some of these thumbnails. It's just great that I I finally realized that I have no shame and I'm willing to look like those like like whatever I do you know I'm I'm totally willing to have a picture online forever looking like that and that's that's forever. good it's good to know I've reached that point. Yep, and with with that we do bring a close to our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said earlier, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash dialhforheroclux. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash dialhforheroclux. We are on Twitter at dialh4. That's the number four heroclux. Instagram is just dialh4heroclux, all spelt out. YouTube is youtube.com slash dialhforheroclux, once again, all spelt out. If you want to send us questions like how Malcolm does, you can either write into our Facebook or Twitter, just leave us a private message, or you can send us an email, and that is... Uh, dial h for hero clicks at gmail.com dial h for hero clicks is dial h for hero clicks sorry for just blah, 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 is all spelled out for all of those except for twitter where it's a four instead of an f-o-r and please 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 if you're interested in the supernova tournament message facebook or twitter either straight up me and simeon or the dial h for hero clicks facebook page uh, or twitter and get entered in that tournament say you're an enter we'll accept whatever like you said if you donate to us on Patreon, we'll take that much off, and then we'll just PayPal, whatever, the rest, or a full tournament entry, and you're pretty much guaranteed a prize if you enter. You'll automatically get great figures, and you'll get to play some really fun Golden Age games. We're going to play at least, I think, four rounds, cut to top, whatever, four yeah. or six. Depends how many people we get, but I would love to get as many people as possible. Like I said, we're, we're going to play... Uh, if we get six people for sure, and that is going to be the 27th 
10 a.m. CST, and then start time is going to be at 11 a.m. So let us know. Get messaged and get entered. The quicker people enter, like just get written down. You know, don't wait a day or two before the tournament. So the sooner you get entered, the more confident I can be in the amount of folks showing up and how much boosters I need to get ready. You know what I'm saying? Help me help you by entering as soon as possible. And if you think you've already entered. Kevin, you don't have to do this. You you made it pretty clear. But even if you think you already entered, <laughs> everybody else, message me again just to make sure. Just to make sure I have you down. All right? Thank you, guys. Simeon, you want to go ahead and read us out of here? Absolutely. So with that, we come to a close. And Dial H for Hero Clicks once again, is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. Uh, the new... Black Widow is finally all that like stuff is up for sale now. Uh, it was on pre-order for a long time, but they actually have singles now. You can pre-order that uh, Fantastic Four set that hasn't dropped yet, but will at some point. Uh, the the Fast Forces and all that stuffs up there for pre-order as well. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails. <laughs> Mut, 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 mut,